Hey, Scott, before we get into WWE Elite Series 75, ask Alexa how much Vince McMahon paid his women. Hey, Alexa, how much did Vince McMahon pay his women? From Kotaku.com, a new report from the Wall Street Journal found that former WWE CEO and chairperson Vince McMahon paid four women $12 million over the past 16 years. My man. Shame on you, Vince. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a sugar product? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 368 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff. And sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother. The scientific podcaster himself. The man that accomplished doing the Lanny Poffo moves that I mentioned last week. <laughs> Wait on myself? Allegedly. Yes, that's what, that's what Lanny Poffo was known for outside of the ring. Anyways, Scott, Scott, say hello. Hello. What's going on, dude? Man, I'm tired today. Why are you tired? What's going on? Tell me about it. I don't know what it is. It, it just, I don't know. Just tired today. You know what it was? I didn't have a bang. I didn't have a Red Bull. No energy drink today, and normally I try to pound one of those on a Thursday, but Uh uh, didn't get around to it today, so I don't know, man. Just tired. Feels like it's been a long week, so very much looking forward to this weekend. You know, uh, dance competition season starts officially Friday night. Oh, dude, I can't wait to see you in your uh, new outfit that you bought. I think you're going to like it a lot, dude. Everything is very tight, very form-fitting. I specifically went for half shirts, so it accentuates the dad bod belly. I think your best costume ever was when you were like Dr. Roxo from Metalocalypse. <laughs> that was your best costume ever because it was twig and berries and everything hanging out. Yes, and I got to show off the uh, the man thistle going on on the chest, <laughs> the, 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 the hair patch on the chest. But what if I come out of the bathroom and I got a good deep V going from my <laughs> chest pubes down to my ball fro, you know, that type of thing? Exactly. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> um, dude, I'm trying the Zoa strawberry watermelon. This is a new flavor from Zoa. It's okay. So it's not as 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 lit as that grape one that you had last week. Uh, the frosted grape is delicious. I really really like that one. I had to get that one off their website. I don't know if it's on Amazon or not. That's one of those that you would enjoy on a hot day. Okay, gotcha. Now, what about in terms of how it perks you up? Do you like Zoas better or you like Bangs? It uh, depends on the day. Oh, okay. Okay, so you haven't had a consistent, like, this is the one every time when I need to pick me up, this is my drink. See, for me, I don't really do anything else now but Red Bull. Okay. It's been Red Bull for us. Okay, so for me, if I need that, I need to get out of bed type, get myself going, I've actually been drinking rain. See, rain gave me a crash. It did with me at first, but it's starting to not do it as frequent. Okay. Okay. Uh, so for rain, they have a cherry limeade one that's really good. Better than the cherry limeade from Bang. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I guess 
Bang is uh, the Cherry Blade Lemonade, so it's not Correct. a limeade, but it's same thing. Correct. Rain also has in it, it's in a white can, uh, but they have this one called Red Dragon that's hella good. Okay. They have a rainbow sherbet that tastes like Grandpa's Shirley Temples. Oh, good stuff. Yum. Oh, dude, yeah, right? Remember when Grandpa used to make us some Shirley Temples? Oh, yeah, that was the good stuff. And then he'd give us a little shot glass half filled with grenadine. Yeah, exactly. So I've been kind of, when I need that day to just get me through, you know, the energy drink to get me through that day, I've been going more towards rain, so. Gotcha. Okay, have you tried the blueberry bukkake yet? No, no. I hear that Steel Panther's coming out bukkake with tears flavor. (laughs) Yes, they are. It's so good. It stings the eyes, though. Not my eye, Papa Smurf. Anyways, (laughs) what? (laughs) thank you david tell all right uh if you'd like to get any of our shirts head on over to pro wrestling tees or whatamaneuver.net you can follow us on twitter youtube snapchat and the book of faces at fully opposable instagram fully opposable wfp you can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on stitcher itunes iHeartRadio, and spotify please rate and review on itunes you can send us any audio questions questions or anything else at all send it on over to fully opposable wfp at gmail.com all right scott have you picked up anything recently done any toy spotting um let me see what the answer is yes i'm trying to okay i didn't do any toy spotting but i did purchase something okay tell me about it MLB The Show, which I've talked about, has probably become like my favorite video game of all time. I've been playing it nonstop since I got it in April of 22. Ah, this is a wrestling figure podcast. (laughs) You son of a... (laughs) Give him a frosted grape and send him to the curb, Jeff. No, dude, I ain't giving that thing any more caffeine. All right, give him rat poison and send him to the curb. Nope, not gonna listen to you guys talk about MLB The Show. Look, Scott loves the game. I do love has, the game. It, it's his favorite game of all time, even over Excite Bike, RC Pro Am. Okay, maybe we shouldn't get carried away and call it my favorite game of all time. It's my favorite game of like the last five years. How about that? Kung Fu. Oh, okay. You better stop, dude. I don't know if really much beats the Kung Fu game. <laughs> Side scrollers okay. were my jam. All right, I sent him on his way. I think he's headed back to BK. Oh, okay, good. He can sprinkle the rat poison on his Whopper like Salt Bay. I'm getting a chicken sandwich. <laughs> this mofo. <laughs> I hate his guts. I hate his guts. All right, he's he's on his way. What are you driving over there? Don't worry about it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> it's my pinto. <laughs> so what'd you get on MLB The Show? They released the the pre-order for the new version, uh, MLB The Show 23. Jazz Chisholm. Did I pronounce that right? Chisholm? Jazz Chisholm. Chisholm, thank you. Center fielder for the Miami Marlins. Formerly second baseman. Um, Yes. Switching positions, kind of like Tatis. So he's on the cover, but they did a Captain's Edition steelbook with the great Derek Jeter on it. So early birthday gift. I told Shannon about it. She goes, just order it. So happy early birthday to me. Steelbook, Captain's Edition, MLB The Show 23 with the great Derek Jeter on the cover. Coming my oh. way four days before the game drops. Nice, dude. Yeah, you get early access, which I've never done that before. I think it's pretty cool. Um, plus, they give you like all this bonus crap because you're getting a special edition of it. But yeah, four days before it hits the shelves. So totally looking forward to that, but uh, no toy orders. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, surprise to you, thanks to Norm, you have an elf coming to you. Oh, dude, that is awesome. Thank you so much, dude. That is great. I have been looking everywhere for that thing and coming up dry. So, Norm, dude, thank you so much. Yeah, I've been looking for you, too. <laughs> what? I'm not looking for you. I know where you're at. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm right here, dude. You found me. Yeah, it's not Lionel Richie style. Is it me you're looking for? That type of thing. <laughs> but but uh, anyways, um, yeah, I had been looking at Target. I'd been looking at Walmarts over the weekend. I, dude, I can't find anything at any of our stores. Yeah, it sucks. I even hit up the store. I At least I think it was the same Target that Norm found your ALF at, not knowing that he had an ALF for you. Oh, it's okay. So he might have gotten the last one then. Possibly. Okay. So. Anyways, dude, yeah. I can't wait, and that's going on movie shelf because, as we know from the great Chad Young, they did make an Alf movie, so it works. Project Alf. Project Alf. Got to check that out. I was gonna say, have you watched it yet? No, not yet, not yet. Oh, okay, got it, got it. All right. Um, due to how long this show is, uh, we can't play. Can you last a minute? Oh, but we are though. No, we can't. Yeah, uh, in fact, Jeff, are the you show ready is going long. The for show is the going long. great segment uh, that you're a huge fan of? We can't play this this week. Can you the, last 90 seconds? The Minute and a Half Men. The Minute and a Half Men, yes. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we can't play it this week, but I'll get you back next week. Y- you will I, not. I will, I will turn the tables on you. You will not. I have been specifically tasked by one of our listeners who shall go nameless for the time being to have you play minute and a half men. I know who it is. I know who it is. <laughs> it's not you. No, it's my brother. Your brother. Oh, WBK. <laughs> is that the frog from the WB commercials? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> His brother is a frog. Okay. Yeah. It's my brother WBK who has turned the tables on your jerk of a brother, Jeff. <laughs> So it was Keyboard Warrior's brother, WBK? It was not Keyboard Warrior's brother. But I have been tasked by one of our listeners with three, count them three figures this week, Jeff, that you must guess. I need to uh, get myself into the mindset to get this. Is one of them off the ropes Festus? Off the ropes Festus? Yes. No. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. What's my clue? For figure number one, this figure was made in the 2000s. And remember, we're going by decade now. Yes, yes. So it's between 2000 and 2000, say the end of 2009. All right, I will remove my earbuds, so I will not hear this figure. I still have my earbuds in. You do, I know. I'm waiting for you to take them out. I'm going to slide over to the right of the camera so you can't see that I will leave my right (laughs) earbud All right, all right. I'll take my earbuds out. The first figure that Jeff must guess is WWE Jax Vinyl Aggression Series 6 Festus. All right. So you gave me the thumbs up, which means that it's time to play. Do you got your stopwatch? And remember, this figure was made... In the 2000s. Uh, Yes, you've already given me that clue. Okay. Just wanted to make sure you had it. Let me know when you're ready. I swear to God, if it's off the ropes, somebody else, I'm going to be pissed. Oh my God, is it off the ropes, somebody else? Let me know when you're ready. 
Oh, you son of a... <laughs> and again, I've been tasked by a specific listener to throw these three figures at you this week. All right. Tell Hit me the when. stopwatch. Go ahead. You're going. Jax. Yes. Okay, classic superstars. No. Uh, Ruthless Aggression. No. Think, R3 think gimmick offshoot within the Jax line of the WWE property. Off the ropes. It is not off the ropes. R3 Tech. It is not R3 Tech. Um, uh, deluxe Aggression. It is not Deluxe Aggression. I'll give you another hint. Think smaller. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, hate, I hate you guys. At least I stuck to classic superstars. Okay. Um, no, you hit me with a retro last week. Think smaller. Oh, is it uh, uh, the magazine covers? No. WWE magazine cover. Okay. No. Think smaller in terms of scale of the figure, dude. Oh, but those weren't made. Uh, oh, the G.I. Joe style figures. It is not the build and brawls. Build and brawls. Okay, thank you. Um, smaller, smaller. It's not the... No, those were in the 90s. It's not the ring with the wrestlers on the side. No, it is not. Okay, that was sm- also in the 90s. Yes, you're correct. Smaller, smaller. Oh, no, that was 90s. Um smaller in scale what am i missing 10 seconds <laughs> of course it is male or female male <laughs> all right uh were they former world champion no never intercontinental Time. Champion. okay of course not IC champion but at one point not with this gimmick but with another gimmick was a world tag team champion in the WWE and various other promotions. I still don't even know what the series is. I'm trying to think of what Jax did that was smaller. Because outside of the building brawls, they didn't make bendies. Oh, wait, did they make bendies? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, there were not bendies from There were not bendies, no. From Jax. Uh, former tag team champion, I'm going to say... Was not a tag team champion with this particular gimmick. But with, part- with a different gimmick, became a tag team champion later. Roddy Piper, stretch him. I don't know, dude. The figure we're looking for, Jeff. Jack's Vinyl Aggression, Series Six, Festus. I hate. I hate you all. Like, okay, this is getting too intricate. Right. Right. So I think. What ultimately has to happen is we need to start throwing each other softballs, or we're going to continue to have listeners piling up on each of our sides, like going deep dives on some of these brands like Jax and Toy Biz and Mattel. Dude, I used to have so many of those vinyl aggressions too. I'm pretty sure though, if you had guessed vinyl aggression and I said, yes, you probably first name would have been Festus. All right. Who, by the way, who is this mystery person? You will find out at some point, possibly before the end of the show. Is it Christopher Dean? You will find out before the end of the show. I will not tell you yes or no if you guess correctly, but it is not Christopher Dean. All right, Scott, for the second figure, clue, please. This figure was made during the decade of the 2010s. Of the 2010s. So 2010 through the end of 2019 is your target. I think the listeners like hearing us fail. Oh, that's what I'm starting to think too. That's what I was like. Yeah. If we bomb every single one, they're not going to want us to play anymore. But instead, 
We've got now listeners ganging up on the other when yeah when it gets crazy. So I'm gonna get a mystery person for next week. I see, and and then this mystery person's gonna take on you. Well, good luck because I think the listeners like me better. So I think you're just gonna have to make sure you get a, a list of three ready, just in case. I've always rubbed people the wrong way. All right, I will remove my earbuds. Wait, how right do you now. mean that? You know, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I will remove my earbuds. The figure Jeff is looking for here is Mattel Elite Ghostbusters Undertaker. All right. I am ready to start this. I'm ready to go. 2010s. Let's go. Yep. Made in the 2010s. I am going to the stopwatch. Let me know when you want me to hit start. Go for it. Go. Mattel. Yes. All right. Elite style? Elite style. Yes. Were they in the Elite Mainline series? No, they were not. Okay, Legends. No. Uh, uh, Defining Moments. No. Okay, they were elite style. Okay, was this person a world champion? Yes. Were they Intercontinental Champion? No. Tag Team Champion? Yes. Uh, Were they Heavyweight Champion in the 80s? No. 90s? Yes. 2000s? Yes. 2010s? No. Shawn Michaels. No. Okay. Um, Keep going, uh, though. Uh, Keep guessing names. Diesel. No. Well, I've got to get what series this is. Um, was it part of an offshoot? Was it like yes. a San Diego Comic-Con? Uh, it was not San Diego Comic-Con, but it was an offshoot elite line. Okay. Was it the network spotlight? No, it was not. Okay. Uh Oh, Hall of Champions. No. Jesus Christ. There's been so many of these. <laughs> there have been a lot. Um, all right. Ten okay. seconds. Oh, of course there's. Uh let's see. Champion in the nineties. And two thousands. Uh, and two thousands. Stone Cold. No. I'm not even gonna guess the wrestler. Time. Boy, that goes quick, I'll tell you. It, yeah, it does. Yeah. I wish work would go that fast. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so former champion, offshoot mainline, wasn't Network Spotlight, wasn't Hall of Champions. I'll give you another hint. Okay, what's the other hint? And this one might give it away. Think elite crossover to another intellectual property. Okay, wait, so it wasn't the Turtles. The elite style that went into another property. Oh, man. I love mashups and I should know this. When the Jetsons met the Flintstones, that was like mind blowing to me. <laughs> that was so great when that happened. It's also a lot harder when you're on the spot. It's like when Cobra Commander was on Transformers. Oh, right. Yes. That's right. Yes. So I love mashups. I love when people cross over. You're wasting time here. God damn it. Is it Macho Man Slim Jim? No, no, no. It's not a Comic Con. That wasn't a San Diego. That was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. I'll okay. give you another guess. Okay, go for it. No, no, you go for it. I'm giving you another guess. Oh, I thought you were giving me another hint. No, I'll no take more another, hints. No more hints. I'll take an. I'll take another hint. <laughs> Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Regis. Okay, not Hall of Champions intellectual properties. I love mashups. I probably have this figure. Uh, chances are pretty good that you do. What is it? Mattel Elite Ghostbusters Undertaker. Okay, that's on me. I should have gotten that. 
I wasn't sure if the crossover to another intellectual property was going to get it. Because I thought once you said Turtles, you were going to go, oh, the Ghostbusters. That one's on me. I own that one. I should have guessed that one. I don't know if I would have been able to guess Undertaker specifically, but I should have known like Ghostbusters at least. So, Well, no, because they made Stone Cold and HBK in that set. Well, yeah. And what you I'm had saying, guessed them and I said no. I True, but I, what I'm saying is I should have guessed the Ghostbusters at least. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know if I would have guessed Undertaker and the glow in the dark stuff, but all right. I'm doing terrible tonight. <laughs> You're on fire, dude. Oh man. And I think there is like a, a 2.3% chance that you're going to get the last one. So you're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance. All right. What year or decade? Sorry. Made during the 2010s. 2010s again. And I'll give you one more hint to lead off. Okay. Because I'm really pulling for you here. I almost feel bad for you. Almost. You should You should feel bad. I almost feel bad. Actually, you know what? You shouldn't feel bad. Your mystery meat should feel bad. No, no, no. Mystery meat, I'm sure, is loving every single second of this. Why did... Who is this person that hates me this much? You may find out before the end of this episode. All right. Okay, so one more hint. Okay. Think smaller scale. In the 2010s. Smaller scale... In the 2010s. Okay. I will remove my earbuds. Okay. The figure Jeff is looking for on this last one, Mattel Slam City Kane. Okay. Smaller scale. So, all right. 2010s. Let me know when you're ready. All right. Hit the watch. Go. Are they a retro style? No. Is it Mattel? Yes. Okay. Smaller scale Mattel. Okay. Uh it's not retro smaller scale smaller scale mattel oh my god why am i drawing a blank during the 2010s uh for male or female male former world champion yes intercontinental champion yes heavyweight champion in the 80s no 90s yes WWF champion in the 90s. Uh, yes. They hadn't made the switch to WWE yet. Yes. Champion in the 2000s? Yes. Intercontinental champion in the 90s? No, but in the 2000s. In the 2000s. Okay. All right. Uh, smaller scale, too. Um, were they... Is this an uh, like an intellectual property? Is another? It's not a crossover, no. Not a crossover, okay. But it was a gimmick line within Mattel, but smaller scale. It's not those build a build a figures, is it? The where they had like a bunch of different. No, army. no. Ten seconds. Oh, uh, okay. Retros. Uh, or sorry, superstars. It's not superstars. Uh, is it the He Man style figures? It is not. Time. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to delete this whole thing. <laughs> I'm deleting this whole thing. This will never make air. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So it wasn't he man. Superstars. Superstars wasn't even 2000 or 2010s. By the way, my kittens lost Shawn Michaels sunglasses and I'm pissed, dude. Little jerks. I bet you one of them ate them and it came out of one of their turds. Probably. They almost went swimming in the bay for that one. Dude. Yeah, I was ready to put them in the bay. By the way, no cats were harmed. I still have them. I still love them. <laughs> Anyways, 
if I can even just guess the wrestler, I'd be stoked. Okay, former champion in the 90s. Hadn't made the crossover. Well, w- Yeah, because he was WWF champion in the 90s because they hadn't become WWE yet, but became WWE champion in the 2000s as well. Okay, so it's Chris Jericho. Okay, it's not Jericho, but... Ah, darn it. All right. Made the crossover, so he went from W... Okay, Big Show. No, it's not Big Show. Okay. No, no, you're you're getting uh, hung up on the crossover thing. You asked, was there were they a WWF champion in the '90s? Yes, because WWF had not yet become WWE. So yes, it, up until what 2000? When did they become WWE? I know we're getting off topic here, but was it 2001? 2001, 2002 in that era. Okay, so yeah, they were WWF champion in the '90s. I always get mixed up on when that had that name had changed, but yes, WWF champion in the '90s. WWE champion in the 2000s, also Intercontinental champion in the 2000s. And one step further, a tag team champion at multiple points during his career as well. Shawn Michaels. Nope. Diesel. Nope. Oh, he didn't win one in the 2000s. Nope. Uh, uh, Kane. Yep, it's Kane. Okay, smaller scale. You've got the wrestler right. All right, I'm gonna just take that as the win. I got two. I got one point two five gigawatts or one point two one gigawatts. I got it right. I got Kane. I'm happy. Good job, Jeff. Yeah, well way done. Way to make your own rules to the game. <laughs> I got Kane, and I'm happy. <laughs> would you like to know the the series? Yeah, I don't know what the smaller scale would be. What we were looking for, Jeff. Mattel, Slam City. Oh, good God! What? Think CM Punk ice cream truck. I mean, when somebody starts going Slam City on us. And Vinyl Aggression. And Vinyl Aggression. At least I kept it to Jack's Classic and, you know, stuff like that. Our listeners take this very seriously, Jeff. I I know they do. They love a good deep dive. That's what she said. <laughs> so if we go deep dive, there's no way. Wait, there, yeah, in a minute and a half, this is not happening. You need to, like, no. can you last 25 minutes? I joked around about needing a decade, and I think I did. <laughs> All right, Scott, quick. Name the tag team that I'm thinking about in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Strike Force. It is not. If you would have said New Breed, you would be correct. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's I've good. been watching. I've been watching a lot of WCW, or sorry, NWA Saturday Night stuff on YouTube. Yeah, and, but uh, my gosh, I mean, New Breed, you're talking like 1986, Royal and Champion? 87. 87, wow. Yep. You went New Breed. New Breed. Yeah, as I said, I've been watching a lot of NWA um, Saturday Night on YouTube because there's a guy I follow on there, and he posts a bunch of them. He's got them sorted out by decade. Very good. All right. Um <laughs> Good job to your your uh, new friend. I'm glad you <laughs> my mystery tag team partner. I'm glad you have a new friend. Yes, it's always good to make new friends. I don't know about that one on this person, especially when they become my tag team partner, throwing deep dive figures at you that you strike out zero for three on. Boy, your new partner Dave and you guys, you guys have like a, a new faction going on over there. Maybe we even have a group thread. Wait, in Facebook Messenger? You'll never know. But there is a whole network forming behind the scenes, Jeff, that doesn't like when you attack me with this game when I've made it clear I don't like it. You do like it. That's the thing. I hate it. 
No, you don't. But this is what happens. You're lying. When you mess with the scientific podcaster. You're lying. Tag team partners. You love it. Come out of the woodwork. <laughs> and they're like, we're it. not going to take it. Like the great D. Snyder said. Steve Hoker. Because he loves Twisted Sister. <laughs> it isn't. I already told you I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. But All it's not right. Steve Hoker. Steve loves us both too much. Yeah, he probably he hates every bit of this act. He's like, I don't like when they fight. I like it when it's peaceful. He's sitting at work rocking back and forth. <laughs> He's like, can they just get back to the dick jokes, please? Like enough of this brawling <laughs> and bickering between them. I don't like it. I need more Steel Panther in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did throw the Bukaki blueberry flavor out earlier. I thought that was pretty good. But, oh, but I'm God, sure dude. Steve would prefer we not fight, Jeff. By the way. When we were talking to Alexa last week and you said, hey, Alexa, play Bukaki Tears. Dude, I died laughing. <laughs> that, even editing, I was chuckling. I was like, that's how funny. That's Alexa's favorite song. <laughs> All right, Scott, we got to jump into the news. We uh, went a little bit long because I couldn't guess any of those figures. So, uh, yeah, are you ready? Yeah, let's let's get into some news. Let's actually make this about a wrestling figure podcast. We did make it about a wrestling figure, just... A lot of dead air trying to figure out vinyl aggression. <laughs> yes. So far, left for the record, we've discussed uh, Jack's vinyl aggression, Festus, Slam City, and the Elite Ghostbusters. Look at us go, dude. I know. We are terrible at that game. We talked energy drinks. Yep. Yeah. We yeah. Tear it up, yeah. dude. And just like the game day box at Taco Bell, it's tearing some other things up. But. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need to get into the news. Scott, we'll start off with Foco with those big heads. Speaking of, N.W.O. Hogan they have available for purchase. Randy Orton and Roddy Piper, if you are on the hunt for any of those bobbleheads. Big heads. Big heads. Technically, isn't all bobbleheads big heads? Yeah, every single one of them. That's the whole point of a bobblehead. It's a giant head on a tiny body, and it bobbles back and forth. Exactly. But if you want any of those, if you're a fan of Hogan, Orton, or Piper, head on over to foco.com. Okay, this past week, Zombie Sailor showed off the prototype of LOD. Now, this is where things are starting to get a little confusing because Chella has LOD. So it's not a scale thing anymore, obviously. That's out the window. I'll tell you what. Pro- Zombie Sailor's prototype LODs looked really good. It had the shoulder pads. Yep. Uh, very reminiscent of, well, at least from what we could tell from grayed out prototypes, very reminiscent of 80s LOD. Yeah. Yeah, give us the Road Warriors from like 85, 86. That's, I mean, we've gotten very few of those. Jason Wolf Custom makes them. But yeah, I'm excited to see the finished product from Zombie. And Chella still has the ones from the 92 SummerSlam that are supposed to come out. Which have never been made. I mean, outside of Customs, the gold shoulder pads LOD has never been made. Correct, correct. So yeah, that's amazing. So keep an eye out on Zombie Sailor for those LOD figures. Junk Shop Dog. Let's move over to them. They are doing Popey style figures, and their next Popey style figure is Shingo Takagi. And that is a must have for me. I cannot wait for that figure. As soon as pre orders go up, I will be purchasing the Shingo. Any New Japan fan should be getting that as well. So Shingo Takagi will be available under Junk Shop Dog. You can follow them on all social medias, Junk Shop Dog. Good looking figure. A very good looking figure. I love them. And then you've got the LOD junk shop dogs. Correct. You're happy with those. Very happy. I love the packaging. I love that you can take the figure out because the card back just slides off. I love that. So yeah, love my LOD popies. Highly recommended. Junk shop dog. Really killed it on those. Let's move over to Power Town and 
due to leprosy, some legs are falling off. <laughs> That's what it actually says in the notes. <laughs> yes. Due to leprosy, some legs are falling off and they are pushing back their release dates. Now, I actually give them credit. They are pushing back their release date where a lot of companies may be too far into the weeds and just be like, screw it, we're we're going to push them out. Well, Powertown's pulling this back. So uh, good good on Powertown. Uh, they'll be pushing back the release date on Series 1. For sure. Given the price point, it's definitely the right call. But being a newer company as well, to have their initial batch have leprosy, as you called it, which, yeah. I mean, it's loose joints, it's legs falling off, ankles, whatever. It's leprosy. It is leprosy. The fact that they're pulling those back and willing to absorb, eat that cost, great call. Because you don't want your initial series having the figures falling apart. Because guess what? Series 2 is immediately dead in the water. Nobody's going to order, or Series 3 technically, I guess. Nobody's going to be buying figures from them if their initial batch is broken. Great call by Powertown. I applaud it. Uh, highly, highly recommend Powertown just because of this. Like, that is such a great move that they're willing to eat the cost. It can't be cheap for them to do this, right? I mean, maybe at some point they'll sell the damaged products at a discount and try to recoup some of that cost back. But they're eating a lot of money here, dude. And kudos to them for making the right call, giving the people who paid their hard-earned money a a proper product, one that's not going to be falling apart right out of the package. That's just a great move. It's good business, and I applaud Powertown for it. You know who I blame? I blame the loose collectors. (laughs) The you loose collectors have to take them out. This wouldn't be happening in the package. I'm just saying. Well, not necessarily, because what if the package gets shaken during delivery or shipment, whatever, and you go to look at your, say, Bruiser Brody, for example, and there's a leg loose, detached inside the package? Look, I then I would feel bad for the figure for having leprosy. I see. Yeah. I see. Look at this poor figure that got leprosy en route to my house, and now his poor leg is in here in the package with him. Yeah. He must be highly disgusted. I'm highly disgusted by these loose collectors that have to take their (laughs) figures out of the box. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. You took your Shawn Michaels out of the package, and look what happened. Yeah, the Kid Twins now have lost Shawn Michaels' sunglasses. Yep. And now the Kid Twins are going swimming in the bay. (laughs) But, for the record, no Kid Twins were hurt during the recording of this episode or during the last week when the Shawn Michaels' sunglasses were lost. Thank you. Correct. I do love them, though. <laughs> uh, by the way, huge thank you to Steve Hoker for hooking you up with an eBay link so you could replace said Shawn Michaels sunglasses. Yes, yes. Thank you, Steve Hoker, who's still rocking because we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not fighting anymore. The fighting's done. Now we're oh, back okay. on the same page. Everything's happy, and it's, it's Steve's favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. He All loves right. it when we play nice. All right, so that's the latest with Power Town and Series 1. Damn leprosy still affecting us in 2023. I know. Look at that. All right. Let's head on over to Mattel and Steve Ozer's Q&A on the Wrestling Figs message boards. I pulled some questions here. First question comes in from Classic Retros 23. Hey, Steve, is it true that retros don't use the Hasbro's action because of patent legal issues? Is this the reason why Roman is the only punch action? Steve says, not true. Many of the actions pay homage to the original line. Jumpers, belly bump, gorilla press, clotheslines, etc. 
the punch had been only used once since the sculpt tooling was completely unique for Roman. We've now tooled up more versatile version for the upcoming Jerry Lawler. Next question comes in from Yeehaw Man. <laughs> Why am I thinking like Dukes of Hazard? Oh, I was thinking like Cletus on uh, Simpsons. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Yeehaw. Should I do this in Cletus voice? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the slack-jawed yokel? No. Is there a reason why the Mountie hasn't had an elite made yet? Now, somebody had replied to Yeehaw Man's question and said, it's been rumored that it's because the Canadian Mountie police have a copyright on their look and would have to give permission to use it. Wait, is that, wait, is that true? I'll get into further. Plus, Jacques Rougeau isn't signed with WWE. There was a rumor that he was signed years ago. And that the fabulous Rougeau brothers were going to get figures in the Legends 2-pack line like the Rockers and Bushwhackers. But nothing came of it. It might have been just a rumor and was not actually ever going to happen. Action Figure Attack, a.k.a. Steve, any truth to these rumors? Steve said, I believe the Rougeaus were indeed signed in the early days of the line with the plan of doing a Legends 2-pack. That, unfortunately, never panned out with the premature demise of the line. Oh, dude. The Mountie look was off the table due to IP issues with the RCMP. That's a double mind blower right there. So somehow, I mean, let's stick with the Mountie for right now. Somehow Hasbro was able to not only get the Mountie because he was under contract to WWF at the time, but they were also able to get the IP, the look of the Canadian Mount. Now, did the Canadian Mounted Police file the copyright at some point, maybe in the late 90s? 2000s 2010s 2020s did they do that before the mounty figure was made or did hasbro just go get permission to use it that would be a good question to ask somebody that was on the hasbro line because i had no idea that was a copyrighted look i didn't either or was an intellectual property that dude mind blown now the first part of that from steve about the rougeos being signed that has to be one of the biggest tragedies in wrestling figure history. Next to no Smash and no Barbarian and LJNs. Some would say the Orange Card Series in Hasbro. It, yeah, but here's the thing. We have never gotten a Raymond Rougeau figure. Correct. Never, ever. We could have finally gotten one in the early 2010s had Mattel continued with the Legends 2-packs. That is such a killer, especially considering the Bushwhackers were in that series. And they got a battle pack later on. Correct. We could have gotten Rougeos instead of Bushwhackers and still gotten the Bushwhackers later on. But we missed out completely on the Rougeos. They were under a deal, never had a figure made. Not a Raymond, not a Jacques, not a Mountie, nothing. Well, let's not forget, the Rougeos are signed, and I believe it was to Powertown. Because they announced that a long time ago. But I think Rougeau's are assigned to Powertown. Yeah, but we're probably talking Black Trunks tag team from like 86, 87. We're not talking blue and yellow All-American boys. Why not? I would imagine that looks copyrighted by the WWF or WWE. We'll find out. Time will tell. Well, it would be the same reason AEW can't use like Owen Hart, King of Hearts, right? There's got to be a way around that. We'll see. I mean, hey, if, if Powertown can get the Rougeos in that All-American Boys gimmick look, kudos, two thumbs up. 
But the fact that Mattel had him and didn't make him, oh my gosh, that is such a waste, dude. That's a waste. All right, next question comes in from the other Rougeau brother. Hi, Steve. The issue of Volkov being included with the USSR shirt in the Coliseum collection line has come up on boards. I assume it's safe bet Volkov would be coming if this line continues. How would you assume the attire would be handled? Is the USSR shirt a dead issue? Since it wasn't present on the previous two releases, the Retro and the Legends figure, since it isn't for mass retail, would we have a better chance of getting his accurate LJN attire? Steve replied, We'd have to have the discussion on the shirt with the appropriate parties if when the time comes for his inclusion in the Coliseum collection. I could see them getting around it by doing something like a red shirt with yellow Nikolai across the front. Yeah, that, that'd that probably be the best way to do it. Because yeah. do you remember when, whatchamacallit, had the sports line McFarlane, but he didn't have the license to do MLB stuff? Right. Yeah, he would have like some generic stuff across the front of the jerseys or something like that. So they could probably do something like that. There would be a workaround for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what they would put in script on the front of the shirt, like the LJN Volkov had the USSR. I don't know what they would put, but... I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be like the CCCP or USSR. They would just put something in different. I mean, same font and everything. You know what it is when you see it. But th- there's no way that's going on the figure. But that's also assuming they have the rights to do Volkov to begin with. But I think it would be amazing to do a chic in the long pants, like his LJN, and then Volkov with the the fur hat. And uh, you know what? Give us a removable shirt. Because you do not like your figures to have their entrance gear on. I do not. I hate it so much. <laughs> Wait, what do you hate more? The minute and a half men game or entrance attires on your figures? Uh, yes. Okay, perfect. Next question comes in from Eddie P. Hi, Steve. Roughly how many Cody Rhodes Mattel Creations Ultimate Editions were made? Interested to hear how rare these are. Thanks. Steve replied, can't share exact numbers, but the quantity is less than a mainline release, but more than a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Hmm. Okay, because those things were essentially made to order, right? And they were available for a week. Correct. Okay. I'm kind of having some some regret on not buying that figure. You should. But, well, thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Yeah. No, no problem. I'll lose sleep tonight. But I'm keeping <laughs> hopes open or up that at some point he's going to be an Ultimate Edition down the road. You You've got to figure as popular as he is, probably going to win the title at WrestleMania we're going to get another ultimate Cody at that point. I'll probably jump in. Eddie P had another question. Hey, Steve, any thoughts on how you achieve an Andre, the giant Coliseum collection packaging wise, would you increase the size of the bubble and shift graphics over or have an enlarged card and bubble? And he put parentheses and ultimately a bigger box. My hope is just a taller bubble so that the packaging size is still consistent, but not sure where you'd put the Coliseum Collection logo. Steve replied, we need a new bubble for him or guys his size. I'd ideally like to keep the card and figure positioning the same. So, yes, agree on all fronts with Steve and Eddie P. Keep the card the same. Give it a bigger bubble. Make it Andre with a removable fro. Oh, yeah, kind of like his elite line figure. And I know we've talked about this before, removable singlet. Because then you have, with Fro, Andre with the blue trunks. Take off the Fro, put on the singlet, 
you have WrestleMania three Andre. Well, don't forget they already have an Andre Ultimate coming. Yes, they do. So they have the Andre Ultimate coming, and they still have to touch on to the Coliseum if they decide to go that route. They still would have to touch on the Coliseum collection. So there, there's two Ultimate Andres possibly in the future. Okay, well, then another option is give us the Andre figure in the Coliseum collection. Give us short hair Andre and Afro Andre. Okay. Do the blue trunks, blue boots, and throw in... I mean, because the figure is hulking enough that that's perceived value with the extra head, but give us that white and red ringer shirt with the Andre hand across the front. Okay. As his accessory. And the figure that you put in with him is Bobby Heenan. Well, you know what? Let me take that back. Not Bobby Heenan. That was his probably his greatest foe manager when he was a face, but I think his biggest foe in the ring, you got to say Big John Stud, right? Uh from the early years, yes. Like from face Andre LJN? Yes. Andre would be Stud, but the problem is we just got Stud in the Legends line what a year, 2 years ago. Yeah, around there. Hmm. Okay, so I've got a couple of names here. One, Kamala. Oh, and New Breed. No, they'll be available in the Tag Team Ultimates, Jeff. Dude, could you imagine a New Breed Ultimates? Not even a little bit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just too much to fathom and imagine. <laughs> oh. It, it blows my mind to even, even have that enter the thought process. Dear Steve Ozer, I like what Jeff's doing with the new breed here. So now we know KBW's age. Yeah. I was like, okay, does KBW even know who the new breed is? Of course I do. Todd Royal and the guy named Champion. Mm-hmm. See, he knows. He knows. I, I guess he does know. Here's the thing. How many listeners tuned into this week's episode thinking they were going to hear the new breed mentioned at least five times? You know what? listeners you're welcome you're welcome this is history it's a history lesson it is a history lesson there was a tag team called the new breed that was in florida but then went up to nwa saturday nights and then they were only on for like what three episodes i think chris champion got into a car accident oh is that what happened i think so yeah it was either him or todd royal one of them got into a car accident and yeah it took one of them out of commission so it kind of derailed the tag team for a minute and I think they tried to come back, but it just didn't Good. work out. All right. That's a history lesson for you guys. It, it's a transfer of knowledge. Yes. Okay. So Kamala was my first name. Okay. Dude, you want a crazy name for the second one? For the Coliseum collection? Yeah. To package in with Andre. To package in with Andre. Well, as you said, they've done stud, but there's no reason they couldn't do stud as an ultimate. Dude. Who? You ready to have your mind blown? Go for it. Killer Khan. Why would they package him with Andre? They had that killer uh, steel cage match. They did? Yeah. Man, why am I not remembering that? Yeah, dude. Go on to Peacock, or Peacock as we like to call it, and look at that steel cage uh, VHS. Okay. From way back in the day, the Coliseum video one. Okay. And there is a cage match with Andre. It's actually a series of cage matches that Andre was in. <laughs> Andre used his finisher in a steel cage. He used an off-the-top rope earthquake splash. Yeah, he did that to Kamala, too. He did, and that match is on there. Okay. And he did it to Killer Khan. Now, the reason I say Killer Khan, you know. The prototype was shown, and we were told by 
uh, Bill from LJN. I'm just saying, he never made the main line, but that would be a cool touch for people who are buying this as old school LJN collectors to get that killer con. All right, all right. But you know what? Chances are better we're probably going to get Bundy. Yeah, more than like. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Bundy isn't under a contract, at least that we know of. Well, not yet. Package him with stud. Man, but it's so close to his release in the Legends line. That's okay. That's and look, okay. this is all speculation. We don't know. Correct. Right, but the fact that Steve even entertained this question kind of leads me to believe that we're going to get a face Andre in the line. Right? That's yeah. a great point you brought up that we're getting his ultimate. That's going to be like WrestleMania 3 Andre. You've got to figure the one going into the Coliseum collection will get face Andre with two heads. I would imagine the the shirt with the ringers on it, the red ringers with the Andre hand on the front. It's just who goes in with them. It's too close to stud. Bundy's not under a deal. Allegedly. I, 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 well, allegedly. I don't know if Kamala is. They haven't made it a Kamala figure in quite a while. It's It's been a minute since Kamala. They can't do Snuka. Because I'm trying to think, okay, Andre has a face, his tag team partners. I mean, do you want to go back to Hogan already? Red and yellow Hogan? You could go back to that. You could go to JYD. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. I'm liking that a lot. I knew you would. I'm like, yes. Give me all the JYD figures. And dude, you know what sucks? Let's, let's talk tragic again. That blue on the JYD Legends figure, wrong. Oh, I know. It was too dark. Way too dark. It should have been a baby blue, similar a baby to baby blue, similar to what the British Bulldogs wore at WrestleMania too. That's because that baby blue was very popular. JYD was wearing it. The Bulldogs Hogan wore it. Ho- Hogan wore it. And I think it would be cool if they did the junkyard dog in that, but it seems like they want to be really faithful to the LJN look. So if we get JYD, it'll probably be another JYD in red. Yeah. But you know what, dude? I'm totally good with that. Absolutely. And if you're going to go LJN, he's got to have the fro. Oh, 100%, dude. Got to be rocking the fro, not the bald head. So give us fro JYD with uh, Andre. I'm good with that. All right. Moving along. Next question comes in from Fighter Hayabusa. What are the chances of looks from 1991 and 1992 posters being made in the Royal Rumble line? Have these been discussed? What would you most want to see made? Also, would 1998 all three faces of Foley be something you consider doing for a wave of the Rumble line, or is one individual taking three spots too much? Steve replied and said, I've attempted to make the poster looks happen several times. No luck yet, but I'm persistent. Yeah, and you know, they're going to hit a point where they've made so many of a certain guy, that poster might be all that's left to do that hasn't been done before. Right. So I, I am all for that. 100% for that because I can't wait to see the figure photography that comes out of that. Steve also said regarding the Foley question, I don't think we'd include three of the same talent in Wave of Four figures. Hmm. Good question, though. That's solid. But if there's not saying they can't do three consecutive series with a different look of Foley in it. Next question comes in from CLD BLD. Hey, Steve, can we expect the same with Coliseum Collection Series 2 as we did with Series 1 when we ordered and it was sent out rather quickly? Or will Series 2 drop be a pre-order only? Steve said, I'm expecting quick fulfillment on these. Nice. Get those Jakes and Rudes in hand quickly. Next question comes in from Glass Onion. Hey Steve, 
Great job with the recent retro set. Apologies if you answered this question dozens of times in the past, but Retro Series 13, Wave 3, has had me thinking a bit about unreleased figures, specifically the retros themselves. I know that Enzo Amori was originally slated for Series 4. That's what it was. It was Enzo in Series 4. And Cesaro for Series 9. But were there any other retros that got full concept designs, prototypes, that were never released? Steve replied, maybe just that Undertaker gray gloves repaint. Oh, I could see that making into a uh, another retros wave coming up. I could see that as well. For sure. Next question comes in from hhhbk86 hey steve i see lots of speculation that the ruthless aggression elites won't last plans six series how worried should we actually be steve said it's ending after six waves and will be replaced by a new theme this was always the plan ra looks will then appear in legends mainline and pay-per-view once again oh and ple and that rounds out all the questions from the Wrestling Figs message boards. Good job this week, guys. You got Steve Chatty on there, so good job. Scott, it is time to head over to the nostalgia segment. What you say? Well, let's talk about it. Hey, Scott, before we get into WWE Elite Series 75, ask Alexa how much Vince McMahon paid his women. Hey, Alexa, how much did Vince McMahon pay his women? From Kotaku.com, a new report from the Wall Street Journal found that former WWE CEO and chairperson Vince McMahon paid four women $12 million over the past 16 years. My man. Shame on you, Vince. All right, before we get into WWE Elite Series 75, we want everybody to head on over to Wrestling Figure Database, of course. Over there, they have almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do is we want you to go over to the WWE Main Elite Line section, look for 51 to 100, scroll down just a bit, hit, click that Series button, and look for 75 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. You can also use the search button in the upper right-hand corner to search WWE Elite Series 75. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. And, of course, hit that Donate button so Dylan can keep this site going forever, like it says on the site. Donate back to Dylan for doing such a marvelous job and saying thank you for putting this all together for us, Wrestling Figure Collector. So, again, that's WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for WWE Elite Series 75? Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 75 consisted of Jeff Hardy, who was in a white shirt, black pants, came with a JH shirt, Kalisto, came with a Lucha House Party shirt, and Jeff... The accessory that he came with, aside from the shirt, was that a noisemaker? It looked like a one gun or a noisemaker. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's got the Mexican flag colors on it, but I'm pretty sure it's not a one gun. I'm going to imagine it's one of those like handheld and you kind of spin it in a circle and it claps together and makes noise. Like, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I think so. Okay. But it's a one gun. So Kalisto. Came with a Lucha House Party shirt and a one gun. They would use at the Gentleman's Church. My man. 
Mandy Rose, black gear, gold boots, Polly Pocket style jacket. The incredibly sexy Pete Dunn, black singlet, <laughs> black boots, came with a Polly Pocket style jacket and UK title. And why did you call him extremely sexy? I mean, look at the guy, dude. He's very handsome. We've heard you confess some things on uh, Drunk Wrestling History, but moving along. He's a badass. You might have been drunk. <laughs> might have been. <laughs> Seth Rollins, Chicago Bears color gear, and a vest with SR on the front, also in Bears colors. Hurricane, he was your variant in this series. Regular was all green outfit, green cape, had the mask on, black tights. The variant was a more of a black and green top, different uh, Hurricane logo on the front, same figure. And finally, Jeff, the Target exclusive, retail exclusive, if you will, in this series, Billy Kay came with a mic and iconic shirt, and that rounds out Elite Series 75. You know what? Honestly, not a fan of this series. It was okay. Hurricane saved it. I actually really like the Pete Dunn figure. Of course you do. I'm well, joking. I- <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I think it really caught Pete Dunn well. I love the inclusion of the jacket. Uh, big fan of the face scan on that one. So, yeah, my two favorites in this. You're right about Hurricane. Pete Dunn would be my other favorite. Yeah, the uh, Hurricane for me is what saved the series. These were all nothing against the wrestlers, but these were all passes. So, all right, really not much else to say about this uh, set. So I'm going to just get into the eBay prices. Jeff Hardy with the JH t-shirt. Last old eBay listing was January 30th for $37.99 on a buy it now. Kalisto, Lucha House Party shirt. Last old eBay listing was February 7th for $89.95 on a buy it now. Holy crap. Correct. That's the same thing I said when I pulled this listing. Wow, 90 bucks for a Kalisto figure. That's crazy. Mandy Rose, Polly Pocket Jacket. Last sold eBay listing was February 6th for $20 on one bid. I thought that was going to be higher. I thought so too, you know, considering everything that's happened after the fact, not in the Federation anymore. So, Although I could see a lot of people not bidding on this because they want to purchase her OnlyFans or Only whatever site. Oh, I see. Yeah, I can have this figure or I can have a month of that site. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to play either way. So, If I could play today. If I could play today. <laughs> I don't think that's what we meant when we did that segment. Anyways. <laughs> Pete Dunn, UK title, Polly Pocket Jacket. Last old eBay listing was February 4th for $23 on 20 bids. Seth Rollins, Chicago Bears color gear. Vest with SR on the front. Last old eBay listing was February 8th for $34.99 on a buy it now. Hurricane, which was the variant. The regular was an all green top, green cape. Variant was a black and green top. Last sold eBay listing was January 24th for $29.99 on a buy it now. The variant last sold was December 19th for $26 on 16 bids. Oh, variant less than the regular. That's kind of weird. And Billy K last sold eBay listing December 16th for $19.95. That seems low for a retail exclusive. A lot of these retail exclusives haven't been going for as much as we thought they were. Yeah, not when they initially came out. Gosh, her and uh, Peyton Royce were so expensive. Oh, dude, especially when people were pairing them up together on yes. eBay listings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so anyways. Yeah, there isn't really much else to say about Elite 75. It was kind of bad. Yeah, it was just okay. Yeah, sound like Jay Leno. He's fine. All right, Scott, we do have a listener segment. What do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk to him. 
And I just want to hear from my people Tell me can I hear from my people I just want to hear from my people And I just want to listen Scott, before we get into the listener segment, we want to wish Ethan Chambers a happiest of birthdays this past week. Happy birthday, Mr. Ethan. Now I'm going to show him a titty. Happy. You better stop touching your nipples, dude. It's very disturbing. I'm hella rubbing him right now. I know. Calm down. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Ethan does that to me. But happy birthday, Ethan. And I hope it was a good one, man. Happy birthday, brother. Hope you had a great, great time. Wait, you're not going to sing to him? I just sang to him. I serenaded him. Yeah, while rubbing your nipples. No, he he had enough of a show there. Uh, all right. I, I doubt he's into dad bods, so we'll leave the dancing to you with the sex of your body. Don't you speak for Ethan? <laughs> all right, anyways. Happy birthday, Ethan. Scott, question comes in from Justin Summers. Hello, Scott. Hello, Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my bi... Supposed to be my bi-weekly question, but uh, pretty much haven't heard from me since December. You know what's crazy? Uh, I, I now have my HasLab Ghostbusters Proton Pack sitting here in my office. And then, uh, just I look over at it and I'm just, just so happy. And then after 427 days, I have my Danhausen figure. Actually, I have both of them. I have two. And... This weekend, after this recording, but before uh, this episode drops, Danhausen will be at Toy Hio, and I will get my Danhausen figure signed. I'm really excited for that. But um, I'm not really looking for a lot of toys. I'm more in the music right now. So let's let's talk music. And I I forget questions I have asked. I want to know: Are there any bands that you have yet to see live that you want to? And are there any bands that you have? not seen live that you will never get to for me bands that i want to see live that i've yet to system of a down and raging as a machine are like at the top of the list for me obviously they're not necessarily touring or anything right now but at least all the members are alive so there's hope that that could still happen someday i wouldn't mind seeing corn but i would really want corn and limp biscuit to be on the same tour to see them at the same time so i think i think that'd be fun and uh, last, not a not a band, but I'm actually a really big fan of their music. And I I kind of want to see them live, but I, I feel like I'd be out of place. And that is uh, Billie Eilish. I will admit I am a Billie Eilish fan. Great music. Now, as far as bands that I wish I could see live, but unfortunately I can't. Uh, Sublime. You could you can see Sublime with Rome, but I mean it's no Bradley Noel. It's not not really Sublime for me. I really wish I could have seen Johnny Cash live. I think that would have been a great show. Obviously, I would have loved to have been able to see Kiss, the original lineup live. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, kind of the most I can think of. All right, that'll do it for me, guys. And uh, you guys have a great week. Oh, wait a minute, actually, I do want to throw this out there. You know. I really enjoy these, you know, can you last a minute slash a minute and a half boys or whatever the new name is. I mean, I really enjoy it. But Scott, I hope you feel real proud of yourself that you had to go get help from other people that you couldn't manage to outwit Jeff on your own. Like, seriously, like, how does that make you feel? 
Hope you feel real proud of yourself. And Jeff, when it comes to this mystery partner, I wouldn't be a least bit surprised if it's me, Jeff. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Jeff. It was me all along. Jeff. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs> okay. I see how it is. You know what, Justin? I'm going to have you play are you a minute and a half man you know what your partner is going to be god and there will be nobody there <laughs> oh my god so it'll be a minute and a half of silence <laughs> you will never be tagged in wow <laughs> wow you went all vince mcmahon on him there he went vince mcmahon on me okay uh, okay so it was him i had a feeling because you kept mentioning something later on in the show and i had a feeling yeah, but you didn't throw his name out there. Granted, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have tipped my hand anyway. But I did tell you it wasn't Christopher Dean or Steve. Correct. And now I do feel bad for saying F you and F your partner. I do feel bad now because I do like Justin. Well, you do, but you still don't feel bad. That's true. You were very angry. What? I mean, vinyl aggression? <laughs> Slam City. Slam he, City. He, rec- he recommended Slam City, and I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> Like, you had me at Vinyl Aggression, but then you went deeper dive and hit him with some Slam City. All right, Scott, what are some bands that you wish you had seen? Well, what's funny is when Justin said his first two, I kind of chuckled because those are my first two on my list of three. Rage and System of a Down. Yes. Yeah, I've been saying it for a while now. I've got three bands that if they come around, I have to go see them. And first one is System of a Down. Second one is Rage Against the Machine. The third one, and I'm really surprised I've never seen them in concert. I've seen some of their band members attend shows that I've been to, but I've never seen them perform on stage, and that's Faith No More. Oh, good one on that one, man. I love Faith No More, and I've never seen them live. So they're definitely on my list when they come around. I'm going to go see them. Oh, I didn't even know you were a big System of the Down fan. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. No, I bought their uh, their debut album when it came out, and I bought all of their releases pretty much on release day. Oh, all right. oh, yeah, no, dude, I love System of a Down. Uh, one band I really, really want to see is Bullet for My Valentine. And people can say what they want about them. You know, some people call them quote unquote puss rock. Uh, some people like their sound. So I'm on that side of the fence. But, anyways, that's one band I want to see. I wish I would have seen Crew back in the day. Oh, dude, yeah. I yeah. wish I would have seen Motley Crue, all original members. But unfortunately, going to see them now is, like, interesting with Vince Neil and everything. Yeah, is he? he's not even saying words anymore. No, he's just mumbling noises. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're not getting anything. Meow. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> um, so I wish I would have seen Crue back in the day. I also wish I would have seen Poison back in the day. And... Last but not least, I want to see the Nelson Twins, but I think I'd have to go to some county fair for that one. <laughs> Most likely, yes. Um, <laughs> if I could just pick one band out of history to go see that I, I didn't get to see ever and I would never get to see again, but given the chance I could see them one time, would be Queen. Ooh, good call on that one. Yeah. Band would be Queen. Single performer. Uh, it's too hard to choose uh, between Michael Jackson and Prince. I think I'm happy just going to Stephen Lynch concerts. 
<laughs> the singing comedian has always kind of tickled the cockles of my heart. <laughs> Does he still tour? He does, dude. He's awesome. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was still out there doing his thing. Good for him. Oh, dude. his. We went and saw him a few years ago, and it was fantastic. The so. last time I saw him was with you, special guest Sean, and Shannon. And we went to some comedy club in San Francisco. Uh, you saw him after that. I did. I saw him twice. You saw him twice. You saw him with Mitch Hedberg and some other opening act. That was in San Francisco. It was me, you, and Randy. Oh, so I saw Stephen Lynch twice. Okay, I don't even remember that. I remember seeing him the one time because he was doing his superheroes, awful superheroes, and he, I think he took one of my names or one of your names or something. We were like yelling him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, which one did you yell out? Oh, I don't even remember. I think I might have been drunk at that show. Oh, I think you... Syphilis Man, I think you yelled out or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> or it was Valtrex Man on the tape. Or on the CD. It was Valtrex on the CD, yes. Yeah, but yeah, maybe it was Syphilis Man. I don't remember. But I think he took one of our suggestions and ran with it. It was pretty funny. (laughs) Justin, I'm not even going to say, I hope you have a good week. Justin, I hope you have a fantastic week, my friend. My tag team partner. Next question. (laughs) Love you, Justin. I like that Justin guy. (laughs) Dude, get out of here. You're lucky you even live under this roof right now. KBW and I actually agree on something. Look at that. (laughs) No, I hope you have a good week, Justin. Look forward to your next question. Scott, next question comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that bi-weekly question. Boys, I'm giving you my first food-related question this year, and it involves Taco Bell. Oh, okay. I'm perked up. Scott's like gyrating in his seat. Loving it. Rubbing the nipples. (laughs) If you guys were to have a Taco Tuesday party which is something I hope you're considering doing. It's not even Taco Tuesday. It's like Taco Every Day Tuesday. Yes, it doesn't have to be Tuesday. What are you getting from Taco Bell for the party? Only conditions I'm giving you guys is that you have to order at least one item from the menu. So no, Scott, you can't just order Mexican pizza. On a Taco Tuesday, that falls on your birthday, yes. On a normal Taco Tuesday, no. Okay. So... Does it have to be currently on the menu? Can we go deep dive back into Taco Bell's history and start pulling items that aren't on the menu anymore? I would say yes, because it's not on the question. So I say, yes, you can go uh, vintage. Okay, got it. So I've got to throw a double decker Supreme. Okay. Do you remember the double deckers? I believe I do. I think I is the, it was like a, a soft taco wrapped around a hard taco. Yeah, yeah, it was, but they the glue, quote unquote, that they used to adhere it to the uh, was, was the cheese. Heart. No, it was refried beans. Okay, so maybe I don't remember that one then. So they basically took the soft tortilla, refried beans, wrapped it around the hard taco shell, and then filled the taco. Okay. So it was almost kind of like a bean burrito wrapped around a hard taco. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, dude, I loved the double decker. Um, it was funny because they had the double decker taco versus the Enchirito on which one was going to come back in November. Uh huh. And the Enchirito won out. But I don't think I would have been super pissed if the double decker had won out. But the double decker is one of those that you can ask them to make it. They have the ingredients for it. So when was the last time that you had a double decker taco? Right before they took it off the menu. Okay. Yeah. That's, wh- that's why we all know and love Taco Bell, right? Because they love to break their fans' hearts. By removing great menu items. Okay. 
Uh, what else would you be bringing to the party? The Mexi Melt. Okay. Which them getting rid of the Mexi Melt was horrible. And that was like 99 cents or $1.29 or something? No, dude. That thing was like three bucks. The small little Mexi Melt? Yes. Yes. That one to me, and that that might be why they pulled it, dude. But they used like a pico de gallo in it. And essentially it was a small tortilla, like very small tortilla, cheese, beef, and pico de gallo. They rolled it up. They put it in the steamer. So it all melted down. And this thing was maybe two or three bites, depending on how hungry you were. Most of the times, two bites. And it was like three bucks. Oh my God. That might be why it's not on the menu anymore. It may not have sold well because of the price point and how big it was, but the thing was incredible. So I'm pulling the Mexi Melt out of retirement, but I'm tripling the size of it. So giant Mexi Melts for everyone. Okay. Double Decker Tacos for everyone. Okay. And Chiritos for everyone. And finally, just because it is good old Taco Tuesday, we're going to go Dorito Loco Taco Supreme. Ooh, good call on that. And that will round out Taco Tuesday's feast. So how many items can we bring to this party? As many as you want. Okay. So I'm plain Jane when it comes to Taco Bell. I love the bean burrito. Oh, yeah. The bean burrito is hella good, dude. Add beef for uh, for an amazing experience. So Mexican pizza. That would definitely be on the menu. I thought he said you couldn't do that. Wait. Okay. Well, he said you can't. He didn't oh. say I can't. Oh, <laughs> look at you. Okay, yeah. so we're going to attend the same party, Jeff, and I'm going to eat your Mexican pizzas. So no, Scott. So he didn't say, Jeff, you can't just order Mexican pizza. So he, uh, only condition I'm giving you guys, oh, if you have to order at least one item from the menu. So no, Scott, you can't just order. Me- oh, okay, so he's saying you can't just go Mexican pizza, Mexican pizza, Mexican pizza. Yeah, so I went okay. uh, I went non-existent menu items. Okay. Or I pulled blasts from the past. And then took a current menu item just to adhere to the question. Okay, so bean burritos. I'm getting a bunch of quesadillas because I love their quesadillas. Ooh, uh, regular cheese or with chicken? Just regular cheese. Got it. I love their just regular cheese quesadillas. Uh, Let's go, since it is Taco Tuesday, we're going soft tacos. Ooh, yeah, uh, Supreme? I'm going to go, if this is for a party, there may be some people that don't like sour cream. So I'll just go plain beef soft taco. Okay, got it. Delicious. And then I would be getting the party box. Oh, for yourself? Uh, no, no, for everybody. So I'm going to get a couple of party boxes because of those wings. Those wings. Oh, the game day box. The game day box. I apologize. Yes. The game day box is a game changer. Those wings are delicious. And now, if I'm not mistaken, it's gone. Which yeah, sucks. it's gone. And the wings keep coming and going. And from everything I'm hearing, everybody that's had them has loved them. So it should become a regular menu item, if you ask me. So I tried one today and it was delicious. Not better than the wings I make, but well, what is? Yeah, very true. Your wings bring all the boys to the yard, Jeff. It makes them uh, take off their shirt and show me titties. (laughs) (laughs) Dad bods everywhere. Bring it on, boys. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just where the wings at. (laughs) Uh, JT, thank you for your question, and I'm bringing all the Mexican pizzas too. Thank you. Since Scott can't. Yep. Thank you. So th- those would be the menu items that you would bring back from Taco Bell, right? The Enchirito, all that stuff? Or is it's there just the it- ones off the top of my head, yes. Okay, okay. Has- they had a, a bacon chalupa at one point that was amazing. It was like a, a chicken bacon chalupa or just a bacon chalupa. It was so good. 
So good. I would bring that back for sure. That sounds heavenly. Yeah, it was one of those limited time items. Like, they didn't just have it on the menu forever and then take it away. It was one of those limited runs, but they haven't brought it back. This was probably six or seven years ago. It's been gone a long time. I'd bring that one back. Okay. But not for Taco Tuesday. I would just keep all those to myself. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Jack in the box tacos. Oh, thumbs up for sure. Thumbs up for sure. I'll get that as a side sometimes for the burger instead of fries. Okay. Two tacos, 99 cents. That's a deal, dude. I like what you're doing there. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. How about the Whopper at BK? Oh, I love the Whopper, dude. I do too. I love, like, I think the Whopper is better than the Big Mac. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Way better than the Big Mac. I love the Big Mac's flavor. Big Mac's patties are too small. Thumbs up, thumbs down Arby's in general. I love Arby's. Oh, I never do? go to Arby's because the rest of the family doesn't really care for it. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down McDonald's chicken nuggets. Um, I'm not really a nugget guy anywhere, to be fair. So I'm, I'm, let's call it a neutral. It's not an up or a down. I'm just, I'm not a nugget guy. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down Chick-fil-A. Oh, thumbs down. You don't like Chick-fil-A? Nah, it's mediocre at best, dude. They're overrated. I love me some Chick-fil-A. Now, Raising Cane's, now you're talking. Now let's flip the script. I think they're overrated. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it's just too much, dude. Like, you take that first bite and your tongue is just coated. I know, it's so good. <laughs> I want to bathe I... in their sauce. It's so good. Oh, okay. Now the sauce is good, but the wings, them, or not the wings, but the, the uh, strips. strips themselves. Eh. Okay, eh. okay. You, what's, right. you know what's funny is Alana goes out to, because uh, there's one in Manteca, about yeah. 15 minutes away from where we live. Alana yep. will just go there to get food. Oh, yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, she'll make the drive to Manteca. Now she's gotten Peyton hooked on it because Peyton will do sleepovers at Sissy's house. Uh Uh-huh. And Alana will take her all the way to Manteca for Raising Cane's to the point now where we're going on Saturday because Peyton wanted it the other night. She's like, you guys, let's go to Raising Cane's. And I'm like, okay, I don't hate your idea, but I don't want to go wait in that line on like a Tuesday night. Let's go Saturday when we have nothing to do. So we're going to Raising Cane's on Saturday. And I love Raising Cane's, dude. Okay, so there's actually a uh, there's a fast food generator. It's a wheel decide, and it, you spin the wheel, and it comes up with what foods you should, what fast foods you should eat. Okay. I just spun the wheel. And it said Long John Silver's. Wow. I don't honestly. I don't even know where the nearest Long John Silver's is to me. There used spun, to be one in Tracy, and it's been gone for years. I just spun it again, and it said Steak Escape. Uh, what the hell? What is Steak Escape? Who made this game? I don't know. Spin it three more times. Okay. L- let's get something we know. Okay. It's spinning, and it says Dairy Queen. Okay, Dairy Queen's not bad. I could go Dairy Queen. I don't think we have one here in Tracy, but we do have a Foster Freeze. Okay, let's spin it again. <laughs> this thing's kind of cool, actually. Panera Bread. I like Panera Bread. Oh, eh. I'm a huge fan of Panera Bread, so I would be all over that. It's good, but it's overpriced. And last one, White Castle. Oh, I wish. You like White Castle? You know what? I had it in New York in 2004 when we went to WrestleMania 20, Uh and it was disgusting. But I think that might have just been the location that we went to. So White Castle is one of those, because we've gotten actually the microwave White Castle burgers you can just buy at the store, and I really like them. And I'm like, okay, I've got to give another White Castle a chance. 
like in the restaurant next time I'm in the, on the East Coast, probably for Philly WrestleMania, I got to go to a White Castle. I want to give him another try. Okay. Now I think we should ask Alexa. Ask Alexa. What fast food we should have. Okay, ask her. Hey, Alexa. What fast food should I go get? From VeryWellFit.com. With a range of burgers, sandwiches, salads, and sides, Wendy's is one fast food restaurant where you'll have choices even if you're on a special diet or are aiming to stay within certain nutritional parameters to achieve your health goals. Would you like to hear a food joke? Yes, please. What did the corn say to the butter? See you on the other sides. Mm. Thank you, Alexa. <sighs> but I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Kudos to Wendy's for uh, for paying off my Alexa, because now I'm craving <laughs> a damn Baconator. Oh, dude, the Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers were my jam there. Oh, yes. Remember when they actually had a dollar menu? Oh, dude, right? Those were fantastic. Dollar Frosties, Dollar JBCs. Oh, oh so yeah. good. Oh, uh, JT, look what you made us do. We're doing generators. We're asking Alexa. <laughs> now I'm starving. Yeah, now we're all hungry. <laughs> it's 840 at night. Now we just want to eat Hello Taco Bell. Wendy's. And our listeners have the munchies. <laughs> I hope so. All right, let's round out the episode there. And so we can get to our Wendy's and Jack of the Boxes and Panera Breads and Fruit Bats. <laughs> <laughs> and possibly Arby's. And orangutans. And orangutans. And breakfast cereals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'd love Monty Python on the playground. All right. We want you guys to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they pull the three-month averages of carded and loose prices of LJ Anscaloops, Hasbro's Just Toys, Benzims, and Defining Moments. You can find that all over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. Let's go over our podcast and buddies real, real quick. We'll start with Breaker and Bane. They do movie talk, toy talk, wrestling talk, all the talk over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, a fun show each week that I enjoy listening to, as well as the TB Toycast, where Travis and Breaker discuss random wrestling items or random wrestling toys or just random toys in general over at the TB Toycast. These can all be found on your major podcasting platforms or just do a Google search for these. Also, let's talk about the PPW podcast, the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. They have a fun show each week. Eric will be back this week where Steve and Eric will be discussing some retro wrestling. What could it be? We'll find out. But in the meantime, head on over to their Facebook group. Search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast where you see a bunch of memes flying all over the place. Again, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Chick Foley show as well in their Facebook group. That's a lot of fun. Justin... I'm not even going to promote you this week. Yes, you will. I know I will. I love Justin. Check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Also, check out our buddy RJ over at Ringside Rant. Check out Marty and Rucker at Boot to the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. Soda and the birthday boy Ethan are talking about the new NASCAR season that's going on in the Marbles pod. Scott, what you guys got for drunk wrestling? Oh, I think you kind of revealed it earlier in the show. Yeah. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk for the drunk wrestling history podcast that this past Friday dropped our annual Valentine's Day episode. Yes. So it's available on YouTube and regular podcast platforms. We did a uh, game show style. Think newlywed game 
meets wrestling questions. So it was a lot of fun. We had a blast doing it. Adam was a great host, as he always is. So uh, stop by, get yourself a case of VD. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Emphasis on the VD. Yes. Emphasis <laughs> on that. Also, check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. Does amazing custom Hasbros, amazing artwork. He's done pretty much all of our t-shirts. He's done the amazing the Hasbro card back shirt. If you like that, go check out his work. Again, does custom Hasbros as well. You will not be disappointed. If he's not your artist, he should be. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. All right, and that rounds out the show, Scott, for episode 368. Anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, big life since 2016, and happy birthday, Ethan. Oh, and happy toy hunting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 368. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the kings.